Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Educated. It's your old, maybe young to you friend, Katie Patrick, joined by Mr. Old slash young, David Fiorazzo. Now, all right, I'm gonna make this quick. If you have not yet downloaded our Freedom Project Media app on your smartphone and your tablet, hey, what are you waiting for? We know our content is being hidden on social media platforms. Yes, we do. So by downloading <laughs> our free app and allowing yes. notifications, we can always let you know when we publish a new video. All right, as many of you know, the nation recognized the once non-controversial day honoring Christopher Columbus this past Monday. Now, over the last decade, some people, mostly far left, have come out saying Columbus should be completely retconned from the annals of history because of his interactions with Native Americans hundreds of years ago. Well, the delusion has gone so far that a self-described award-winning multimedia journalist actually called Child Protective Services on a Virginia State Senate candidate for the grave sin of teaching her own child about Christopher Columbus. Well, the spat began when Tina Ramirez wished everyone a happy Columbus Day. Oh, how dare. And then posted it on Twitter. I teach my daughter real American history. I refuse to join the radical left's campaign to erase history. Oh, well, someone was a little bothered by that. And that someone is journalist David Levitt, who responded to his followers saying, can someone please call child care services on Tina Ramirez, who's teaching her child to be a racist? And then he apparently decided to make the call himself. Huh. What, what journalism right there? He tweeted out that the Virginia State Hotline for Child Abuse has a 10-plus minute hold and is experiencing high call volumes with 14 callers ahead of me. This is absolutely unacceptable. How many people try to report child abuse and hang up? How many children will continue to be abused? Well... Ramirez then jumped back into the fight, saying, Mighty bold and liberal of you to lecture a Hispanic mother with a black daughter on racism. What's next? Are you going to lecture me on women's rights? And of course, then Levitt had to respond with, Having a black child doesn't make you any less racist. That's the level of intellectual concern we have on Twitter, which is not far off from what we have going on in every other social media realm, and maybe even in real life if we have the balls enough to actually say things to people's faces, but we don't do that much anymore. But anyway, we've now come to the point where journalists, I put those in the air quotes, and I, again, air quote, use that term very, very lightly, uh, they are now reporting moms to authorities, actual child care protective services for teaching their own children about actual American history. But before we go, I do want to put a little bow on this story. We have a new poll that has found Christopher Columbus is actually more liked by Hispanics in America than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And that should actually shock no one. Now, the poll conducted by WPA intelligence found that 53% viewed Columbus favorably 
while 24% viewed him unfavorably, giving the historical figure a positive 29% net favorability rating. I'm guessing some of those people actually honestly have no idea who he is, and so they said unfavorable. But anyway, Biden, the president of the United States, scored 7%. And the vice president, Kamala Ding Dong Harris, got a 4%. So certain air quotes journalists may want to uh, check themselves before forcing parents to teach revisionist history. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. For this week, headlines and facts, please. Four stories about people finding new ways to push demonic agendas and one very happy ending for a young couple who decided at the last minute to keep their baby. Planned Parenthood is using your tax dollars to bring abortion services to you by deploying a fleet of RVs. Antifa is supporting so-called churches that host drag queen events for kids. A New York judge gives a green light to polygamy in a recent ruling. And Disney cancels the release of a new FX show about a woman impregnated by Satan and her Antichrist daughter. I'm not making this up. I'm David Fiorazzo, and this is Christ and Culture. The nation's largest abortion business will be handing out abortion pills and providing surgical abortions inside a fleet of murder mobiles in just a few months. That's right. Planned Parenthood announced last week they're hitting the road in 37-foot RVs in order to bring life-ending abortion services to the border of states that have banned the procedure. The goal of death on wheels is convenience. Of course, as the mobile abortion clinics would reduce travel times and distances for victims, I mean, patients at state lines. Now, one example is the Illinois border, which apparently has become a kind of haven for those who live in Missouri, Kentucky, and Tennessee wanting to abort their children. Next story, one radical judge says the definition of family has morphed since 1989, and so has what is Normal. New York Civil Court Judge Karen May Bakdayan wrote that the time has arrived for polyamorous relationships to have legal rights and said the problem with previous same-sex rulings is, quote, they recognize only two-person relationships, end quote. Writing at the Washington Stand, Tony Perkins of the Family Research Council warned, quote, The media laughed off the conservative movement's concerns about this slippery slope when Democrats pushed to sexualize the military 20 years ago. Now, almost two decades later, with American parents in the fight of their lives over transgenderism and judges paving the way for, quote, plural marriage, 
it unfortunately proves we were right. Nearly 20 years ago, by the way, the late Justice Antonin Scalia warned of a day when state laws based on moral choices against bigamy, same-sex marriage, adult incest, prostitution, adultery, fornication, bestiality, and obscenity, state laws would fall. Today, it's no surprise that 23% of Americans now think polygamy is morally acceptable. Next story. We know we're living in crazy times when so-called churches deny teachings of the Bible and invite Satanists to their drag shows. Remember, church has been redefined. So this story in Katy, Texas, a religious liberal social justice club masquerading as a church was defended by communist group Antifa. Let me explain. They showed up to defend LGBTQ affirming church in a family friendly drag bingo event and counter protest against the hateful, homophobic, transphobic Bible believers outside the event. Independent reporter Taylor Hansen said, First Christian Church also gave attendees pins that said not all Christians suck. <sighs> Remember, Jesus is the same. God never changes. The Bible is true. Scripture is inerrant. Not every church is a biblical church, and not every pastor is a real pastor. Next, likely due to parental backlash, demonic and depraved Disney canceled the new release of an FX show called Little Demon, featuring a plot depicting pagan rituals. That's right, the animated comedy was said to take place in Delaware, but no word on how close the Antichrist lived to Joe Biden. From the description, it says, it has been 13 years since being impregnated by Satan and a reluctant mother, Laura, and her Antichrist daughter, Chrissy, attempt to live an ordinary life in Delaware. However, the two are constantly thwarted by monstrous forces, including Satan, who yearns for custody of his daughter's soul. End quote. Disney. Programming for children. Welcome to 2022 in America. Finally, some good news. A few weeks ago, we reported on the fact Biden's Justice Department has yet to arrest a single arsonist, vandal, or pro-abortion terrorist in more than 100 cases across the country where pro-life pregnancy centers and churches were attacked, vandalized, or firebombed. But the FBI did raid the home of Mark Houck, a pro-life activist. Now, though, a young black couple from Philadelphia said Hauk was responsible for saving the life of their preborn baby when their hands were literally on the front door of a Planned Parenthood. The young mother said their conversation with Mark eventually led them to choose life for their baby girl, Nevaeh. Targeted for intimidation by Democrat administration, Hauk is facing 11 years behind bars. But the couple said they named their baby Nevaeh, which is heaven spelled backward because they believe their child is a gift from God. Now, this world is on a fast track to hell, make no mistake. But even with astounding amounts of bad news these days, there are always plenty of stories with happy endings. We just need to look a little harder for those. God bless you and keep speaking the truth about things that matter. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. 
Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. All right, friends, it's that special time of week when we grab our pumpkin spice product and we all gather to hear the latest dirt coming out of the education establishment from our very own Alex Newman. Hey, Alex. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. Uh, I mean, th this story, I know you guys talked about it on Monday. It's just so outrageous, this uh, drag queen performance, so-called, in, uh, what is it, Ankeny, Iowa, a uh, suburb of, uh, of Des Moines, I guess. Um, so grotesque. And, uh, you know, what, what's happened now, after the, the protests, after this became kind of a national scandal, uh, now you have uh, the fake media and the, the education establishment and the drag queen movement all defending this as if there's something wholesome and great about teaching kids uh, perversion, uh, grooming children. Uh, so for those of you who don't uh, remember this story. For those of you who didn't catch it, uh, a little bit of a review. Uh, in May, uh, the a school in Iowa, Ankeny, Iowa, brought in a drag queen, a Skylar Barning, uh, also known as Complete Moon, to do some kind of perverted weirdo dance where he's showing his butt to these kids. Uh, we have a, a little clip of that so you guys can see. Yeah, and, and uh, these brainwashed kids you can hear in the background. Wah! I mean, this this is what they're doing to your kids, by the way, in government schools, folks. Uh, and so, uh, in in response to this, uh, an activist mom up there, her name is Kimberly Reich. She's the uh, Iowa Mama Bears founder. She actually showed up at the school board. You can see her right there, wearing the same kind of a ridiculous skimpy outfit that this weird guy uh, was wearing. And uh, you know, this guy has a reputation. This complete moon guy. Uh, one of the things that these moms did was they showed uh, pictures of this guy with you know. I assume it's fake blood all over his face. I mean, you see, I mean, this is just overtly satanic, right? This is diabolical. Um, and yet this is what's happening in your government schools. But uh, folks, this this kind of stuff now, I mean, it, it, it has gone uh, very quickly. I mean, it was just a few years ago where we were reporting here um, about the, the drag queen story hours, right? Weird guys, uh, some of them convicted sexual predators, people who had been convicted of molesting children. Uh, you know, they're dressing up as these freakish caricatures of, of of, of slutty, whorish women uh, in skimpy outfits, and they're coming in and they're rolling around on the floor with the kids and reading them LGBT stories, and uh, I guess this is somehow supposed to teach them tolerance or something. Well, it very quickly graduated from uh, this kind of stuff to now actual drag shows being put on in the schools, and um, you know they, they told us all along, oh, this is never going to happen, right? You're, you're just being conspiracy theorists. Well, now, they're overtly defending it. Uh, and so the, the Des Moines Register, this uh, outrageous fake news propaganda outlet, uh, probably one of the biggest newspapers in that area of the country, uh, they ran a, a headline with uh, how drag shows help Iowa LGBT kids and young adults find community. Okay. Yeah, that helps them find community. Uh, also, uh, another weird publication, uh, it's called Them, um, and um, it's, uh, it's defending this stuff. They actually quote uh, one of the students there, uh, this uh, student, uh, Carson Doss, uh, who, who went to this high school, uh, performs as Vivian Von D, uh, was quoted as saying, I'm allowed to be different because that's what makes me me, and that's what's going to bring me farther in my life and help me live a happier life. 
Um, yeah, okay. Folks, this is what the government brainwash camps are grooming your children to do. This is what they're grooming your children to think. And, um, you know, what comes next, right? It, it went very quickly from, uh, hey, we're just talking about uh, uh, health to your children to, hey, we're just introducing your kids to LGBT stuff so that they could be inclusive uh, to, hey, we're just bringing them drag queens to read them stories to, hey, we're just having drag shows. What is next, folks? What is next? Uh, well, we know what's next, right? They're encouraging little kindergarten children all across this country to pick a new gender, uh, to pick new pronouns, uh, to go and, and have their genitals chopped off, to become their true selves, uh, make them dependent on the uh, so-called healthcare system for the rest of their lives, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to get these so-called gender-affirming treatments. And uh, folks, I'm telling you, unless people speak out and demand an end to this stuff, uh, it's going to get worse very, very quickly. Uh, here in my state of Florida, uh, the, the conversation is rapidly shifting. Uh, we have the governor and uh, some of our leading lawmakers uh, proposing efforts to protect children. We've even had some uh, policymakers here call for the criminalization of this kind of stuff, where uh, uh, parents would be prosecuted for taking their kids to these uh, weird drag queen shows. And I, I don't know what the answer is. Or I don't know whether uh, criminalizing parents is the right answer. Probably not. Uh, clearly, these parents have something wrong with them. But um, you know what, folks? I'm telling you, uh, this stuff is not healthy. This stuff is dangerous in the extreme. And, and I frankly don't understand how parents could continue sending their children to these pseudo-educational institutions. I mean, you know they're not getting an education. They're telling you, right? Uh, we just got the data out of Illinois recently. Um, they're, they're literally not learning anything. You've got school districts where 2% of the kids can read, okay? 2% of the kids can read. So they're not learning how to read. They're not learning how to write. They're learning gender stuff, drag queen stuff. Um, uh, you know, I can't think of very many places that would be less safe for children than these perverted indoctrination centers masquerading as schools. Uh, and I'll tell you again, parents, if you won't protect your children, nobody's going to do it. You know, calling up your school board member, having a protest, you know, that might get the FBI to show up at your doorstep. But the school board is not going to protect your kids. Your lawmakers are not going to protect your kids. It's either going to be you or nobody. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. All right, we're going to wrap things up today with a viral video that has one classroom in Iowa snapping their fingers. Pretty good. That's right. Miles Finn is a music teacher at Indianola High School, and this year he released eight TikTok videos leading up to the grand reveal of what musical his students would perform in the spring. The collective views topped 62 million. Let's find out why. What's this behind the, behind the screen? Right here, right down here. I started with 13 musicals up on my whiteboard. Every day I was going to take down two musicals, two musicals, two musicals, until we got to the final day. What? And you just feel the whole room go silent and they're panicking. People were commenting in the video like, are we getting our musical program cut? I have a thing on here that says in case of emergency, should I open it? Yeah. Oh. Um, dude. You went through the pictures, but the musical for the year isn't there. Um, <laughs> did, did you look in your backpack? Yes, of course I looked in my backpack. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. 
What's this behind the behind the screen? Right here, right down here. Playing musical announcement. Now that's wow. a way. That's you know what? That's drama at its yeah. finest, right yeah, there. Kudos now, as, to him. as 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 the actor. Yes, great job, thespian teacher, music teacher. Uh, how how do you how do you like that uh, that announcement? Would you have been so dramatic? In the I, way I you thought he did it? a good job, even even acting like pretending he didn't know. So hmm. mm, he probably had a little theater background. Just let's a little be theater honest. to announce that. What was cool is if you watched the rest of it, then because he, he was interviewed, you know and like Good Morning America and all those types of shows. He basically talked about how, you know, really connecting with his students and caring about them. And th the simple fact that they bought in, we call it the buy-in factor, especially uh -huh. with middle schoolers, especially with high schoolers, uh -huh. if they can buy in to what you're doing, yep. you got them. They will, they will play around with the silliness that he did, but they, you can tell we're genuinely excited then yeah. to do the musical, and that's what you, you need to get that buy-in. Now, hopefully, the buy-in that they're buying into is actually something of right. substance in, right. in, for this being a musical. It's, you know, I like how he it strung is. it out, too. And even oh, when, yeah. they, when, they're, days, when he put back on the computer, thing. the computer's turning, <laughs> loading, and it was, that was a little more suspense. Classic, yeah. Great job. So hopefully we get more teachers like him out there. But today, at least, that's going to wrap up this week on Educated. Aww. Hey, how'd we do, people? Did you tune in to our Pumpkin Spice Challenge? What'd yes. you think? Did you go like it? Go look for that if you go haven't look, seen if it. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. And you let us know if it's spice or not nice. We gave our opinions. Let us know at stayeducated.org. But for this day, for this week, for me and myself, and I guess for David, I'm going to say it for him. Thanks for watching. And until <laughs> next week, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.